Time's up. Let's do this. We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 160 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on a beautiful Friday evening. I am joining you from Orange County, California, and I have a whole gaggle of friends with me tonight. Uh, We have a special lore episode lined up. It's been a little bit since we've done one, and so. I am joined tonight by four of my favorite people, and I'm going to check in with them real quick. So, Hydralisk, welcome back. How are you tonight? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Sorry to sorry to <laughs> all you Americans that are choking on our smoke. <laughs> I mean, like we, we're so used to having it up here. I guess it, you know it's drifted down there. So, apologies from Canada, uh, but I'm doing great. I'm excited for um, what we have in store tonight. What's like the most sarcastic sorry emote that you can do, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sure there's some good ones. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look. I'll take a wow. look. I feel really? fortunate to have witnessed that. Wow. Oh <laughs> yeah. dear. Yeah. Anyways, Schmoopy Daddy, welcome back. How are you tonight? Uh, better now that uh, we're no longer sharing some of the uh, smoke that Hydra sent down here. Uh, personally. Uh, by mail, I assume. I'm not sure how these things work. I'm American. Was it uh, me? Thanks for having me back on for a uh, for a lore episode. Yeah, it's your first lore episode, huh? That's exciting. Yes, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Very cool. Very cool. Ele- Electric Sheep City, welcome back. It's great to see you. How are you? Meowdy friends, I'm doing great. It's been like raining most of the week, uh, which has been exciting, but also. We've been getting so much rain lately. Like there, there are areas out here that's like technically in like flood zones now, which is wild. Not at all what you expect in the desert of the mountains of like the Denver area. So <laughs> excited to talk about weather with some of my favorite people. <laughs> right. Okay. And we are joined tonight by our very own lore master, Goliath the Dwarf. Welcome back to the show. How you how you doing? Hello. Um, to uh, complete the cycle talking about weather uh my area here in uh, eastern iowa uh is really desperately praying for rain right here there's rain in like all of the counties around us but it somehow keeps missing us and the farmers really want it for the corn and everything so uh <laughs> sheep if you can maybe send some of that excess over here we'd appreciate it um but, uh, everybody blow <laughs> wait i'm gonna have to suck <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You suck. We all we blow. This is a family show. Me not I that kind of work. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's I'm um, I'm happy to be here as always. I have missed this. As I said, it's been a while, and um, I'm just glad we uh, we can take advantage of the new little mini set that came out because uh, the the initial set. Well, I absolutely love the theme. Not very much lore in exploring real-life musical genres, so uh, happy to have a chance to be back and talk about some of my favorite stuff with uh, more people that I've had the chance to share it with live before. This is going to be fun. Nice. <laughs> so You should quiz Smoopy Daddy at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see if you're paying attention. There's going to be a test at the end. <laughs> Fine. 
fine, whatever. Whatever. This is the sort of thing that I would have lucid dreams about as a kid. Turning the tables on a teacher. It's open yeah, note. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's open note, so just uh yeah, I have a word doc going. <laughs> So now that the shoe is on the other foot, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how this show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all the podcast apps. So however you are watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today. Thank you. Yes, you. Ah, that's right. Hey, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us, especially those of you who are watching live on Twitch. We really appreciate you donating your time on a Friday evening when you could be out doing something different to hang out with us. We do have a very special show tonight going over the lore of the Torrens and Goliath could explain a lot better than me, but we have a great show for you. I do want to say a big thank you to Shokunin, the executive producer of our show and to Aramorn and our other patrons. Thank you very, very much for your support. It, uh, it means a lot to us and we really appreciate it. If you're interested in supporting our show at all, there are some ways that you can do it for free. If you want to like comment, subscribe to our stuff on YouTube, that helps people find us. Uh, if you want to leave us a review on any of the podcast apps, that is also very much appreciated. If you're somebody who uses Twitch a lot, we do have some emotes that you can unlock for free just by following. And there are some others that you can get uh, that are different by subscribing, um, which is also free if you use your Amazon Prime. Um, that is about it for us. We do have some merch that you can get off of our website uh, that is really cool. If you want to get that stuff, uh, links and, and everything can be found on our website, born to be wild hs.com. Again, born to be wild hs.com. If you visit our website, it's got some pretty cool stuff. So we have our entire archive on there of old episodes. If you missed one and you want to listen to one, uh, we've got links to the show notes. We've got links to the YouTube. We have a special lore section. So if you enjoy the stories behind the Hearthstone cards and characters and you want to check out our previous lore episodes with Goliath, we've got them all there on a separate page. So you can uh, check those out. They're super fun. And uh, we also have our all of our cast matches for our Born to be Wild listener series that are all up there. Everything's on the website. So check it out again, born to be wild hs.com. And, and I keep on meaning to like hit you up whenever you are not at work and we are not re- recording a podcast for putting the Death Knight uh, merch up because like I really oh, want to get gosh. that on Holy Sheep. Uh, yeah, gonna... <laughs> I'll, I, I'm glad you reminded me because I have uh, my wife was asking me like, hey, do we have plans this weekend? And I was like, yeah, she's like, what? I was like Diablo four. She's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> oh. but we, um, no, we don't have any plans. So I, I have, we're going to go visit my father-in-law, but aside from that, there's nothing going on. So that's something that I can do, um, relatively easy. I really okay. want to do that. Cause the arch is sitting there. It's amazing. It's so good. Can I give another, uh, impromptu, uh, merch suggestion by yeah. a certain merch model that yeah, we, yeah. Might, we may or may not have on the screen. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, tank tops. Oh, I don't yeah. know how, how hard it is for no, you guys to offer tank tops. It's, it's super easy. I'll just do it at the same time. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, we, might, no, have we should, might have a few more sales if you do some tank tops. We should be able to As, do that. And, especially in the Sunken City theme with the tank tops. I feel like oh, that's yeah. just like perfect for summer. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, just rocking at the beach. 
So if anyone is interested out there in interacting with any of us personally, we do have a Discord channel. If you're not familiar, Discord is like an online community type of deal. And uh, we've got an amazing one. So a lot of really nice people. We have like zero drama in our Discord. There's channels for like news. We share deck lists. We share um, like real life stuff. We get to see pictures of Goliath's homemade pizza that looks amazing. And uh, <laughs> it does not, but it did taste good. <laughs> it, I mean, it was kind of a strange shape, but like it looked really good. Um, but yeah, no, it's really fun. I mean, actually, we just added a channel. Um, over the past couple of weeks based off of uh, your suggestions for custom Hearthstone cards for people that enjoy making those. Um, I don't know who made the channel. I, someone had asked about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, we should do that. And then someone did it. I was like, well, that was fast. Yeah. Uh, welcome. <laughs> thank you. That was no, that was great. I like it. And people are using it, which is really cool because like it's neat to see, you know. So anyways, yeah, uh, Raygun um, had submitted a whole bunch of cards. And so, yeah. Uh, they're, they're working on like a, a whole um, expansion and the balancing and the art and the like new mechanics. It's all really, really good and really interesting. So if you want to check out some of those custom cards, hit up the discord. We have that channel in that place. Yep, that's right. Uh, which brings me to my final thing before we kick off the show. Uh, my favorite channel in the discord is the funny usernames that we uh encounter when we're playing the game and and anyone can share them it's just a uh, well it's pretty funny uh so this episode is dedicated to the following people nutella poppy <clears throat> chicken chicken wang <laughs> uh, emma stoned that's pretty funny the nacl uh you concede mofo coned okay potato lord you've been beat fruity booty <laughs> oh gosh i'm guessing oh uh frick um eureka let's see i, I am for, i am four mana that's pretty funny um idaho potato okay that's pretty good tart craft <laughs> i'm god concede and drum roll please this episode is dedicated to you space jesus <laughs> oh. no no he's green jesus my bad oh dear oh what a fun time i love Hats it up, space jesus it's great this is great uh we have a separate section in there for marvel snap we used to combine everything but it was just getting like out of control so you got a separate little section down at the bottom for uh all the snap stuff and and people get super creative oh my gosh it's too much and, sometimes but and the wise words of the ops ring got to keep them separated <laughs> that's mm. right you gotta keep them separated all right so um before we kick in the we, the 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 massive like lore part of the episode um do you want to real quickly talk about each of our our weeks and i don't really think there was like much if any hearthstone news at all but we can look and see if there was but we had some pretty fun personal accomplishments my accomplishment of the week was getting glasses that was so last weekend i spent like the whole weekend with like blurry vision and a headache and i was like what the heck is going on uh, it's so irritating because i've had like 2020 vision my whole life and uh, and then I got old and now I stare at a computer eight hours a day at work and then come home and stare at a computer for eight hours and then go to bed for a few hours. And, and the, the so the optometrist is like, so, um, it's like, what's, what's bothering me? I was like, well, you know, I like had some blurry vision and, and 
like it's really bothering me and uh and like my left eye has been twitching for the last two weeks he's like are you stressed i was like yeah like it's work is stressful lately because it's budget season and we're coming down to the crunch and i'm still like learning stuff and it's like uh do you get enough sleep? No. You have too much caffeine? Yeah. It's like, well, your eye twitching is has nothing to do with your vision. Oh, that's just stress, dude. I'm sorry. I was like, okay. Uh, it's like, oh, try to relax. Try to like limit your screen time. It's like, make <laughs> <laughs> Re- it this way. You didn't have to take a lot of time deciding what the answer was. You knew it right away. He's like, all right, relaxing like, you, you, and limiting screen time. These two things yeah. are not compatible. You know what? With you one you could do. You could like I. I stopped playing video games right up until like bedtime because I was I was doing that. Like even if I wasn't on here, I would play on my Steam Deck in in the bedroom. I started reading a book for an hour before I went to sleep, like a paper book. Mm. Yeah, that I could do that. What is that? (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, I could do that. Actually, so so he's like, so I'm getting. uh, He's like, look, all right, you 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 need glasses, but like it's not that bad. Um, so I have a prescription. I've got some, like, I don't get the actual glasses for like two weeks, but he's like, look, here's the deal. I want you to wear these anytime you're using the computer or you're reading. And, uh, they included like the blue light lens things. So it should help, I think. So anyways, like for that, for that exact reason, like it, it takes so much of the strain out of your eyes. Yeah. Between good call between that and the, the, the magnifying, I think it'll help. The other thing that I think throws me off all day at work is, so I've got this giant monitor and then I've got a docking station. I plug my laptop into, and I just use the laptop as a second screen. Cause like I'm comparing Mm -hmm. things all day. I'm comparing, uh, budgets. I'm, I'm reading contracts. I'm looking at insurance requirements and, and very often I'm, I'm comparing like, what are the requirements versus what did they give us or whatever it is. And so I'm looking back and forth. And so I've got this giant monitor and this like little wimpy tiny monitor <laughs> and I'm just constantly looking back and forth. And I think it's like large, small, large, small. And it's, that can't be helping. Right. Um, I wonder, could you like make everything just huge on the small screen? Yeah. Yeah. I, I typically will try to do that as I'll just like have it zoomed way in because i don't i don't <laughs> enhance <laughs> <laughs> enhance well, the image and you discover there's like you know the reflection of a murder that solved a long cold case hey, that's oh in gosh. the contract enhance. that's great just bring that tv that you were trying to use as your monitor in to work you know what it's kind yeah. of funny because they they gave me this <laughs> giant one um to bring home so that if i if i bring my laptop home to do stuff from here like I can plug it into the giant monitor instead of using the little one. Um, I'm like tempted to just bring it into the office and use it there, but it's like bigger little than do my they current know one. your setup. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but I can't do work from like my home computer. Cause it's on a different, uh, we use like a VPN uh. to get into our network and stuff. But anyways, it, 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 it doesn't matter, but, um, it's been kind of a, it's like, Whoa, I I'm off by a day today. feels like Thursday to me. And anyways, I'm happy it's the weekend because uh, we're going to we're going to go visit my father-in-law this weekend. I'll play a bunch of snap because the uh, the ladder just reset and um, it was kind of fun. Uh, it's, it's I believe this weekend is Father's Day weekend. It's it's a little bit off for us because my parents are going out of town. Um, 
next weekend is Father's Day weekend. Oh, well, that works out even better for me because so my wife is like, well, what do you want to do for Father's Day? And I was like, actually, I know exactly what I want to do. I want to I want to watch. I want to go to the movie theater and watch the new Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Verse movie. Right. But yeah. I haven't watched the first one yet. And so I got it from the library. Um, like I, I have it on the computer, but like I want to watch it on the big TV in the living room. So mm-hmm. I got I got the DVD from the library and we're going to watch it this weekend. And then next weekend, we're going to go see the Spider-Verse, like the sequel in the theaters. And that'll nice. be really fun. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. And so, um, I, I don't want to set your expectations too high, but like that is the best Spider-Man movie. Nice. I've heard really good things. <clears throat> I've heard that too. I've heard really good yeah, things the, about uh, it. The, so. the style took a little bit for me to get used to because I, I thought that my computer was like showing things slow at first because it's in a very purposeful, purposeful kind of slightly stop motiony style of animation. Once you get used to it, it's really fun. But I thought that I was having tech problems at first. When oh, I how funny! It up. Good to know. Good to know. But uh, anyways, I've been reading a, a bunch of Spider Man lately, so I'm I'm excited for it. Um, and yeah, I've been playing a bunch of uh, Diablo Four. It's amazing. I I don't know what else to say. It's it's amazing. Um, I'm playing on the, like the difficulty level two, whatever world pain level two, whatever it's called. And the bosses are really hard, but I think I just need to get good because I I switch it over to like level one, and it was just it was too easy. It's like it's way too easy. Plus, you don't get as much XP. If you, you get less XP, one. and and the the rewards that you get for being the bosses suck. Um, they're not nearly as good either. So like the drops are bad. Uh, anyways, but I, it's been like Diablo's it's amazing. I, I, I beat three a long time ago and it was fun, but it, it felt a little bit lackluster to me. Um, and four has just been incredible. I don't know what else to say about it. Your character is super customizable and the world in like the previous one felt very linear. Cause it was like act one, act two it's like one giant open world and you can do any of the quests like in any order. It's crazy. It's very different. And, uh, I've been really having a good time with it. So yeah, that was my week. Um, (laughs) let me pass the mic over Hydra. How have you been? What have you been up to? I basically, that's, and that's, um, no, I played, I, uh, we'll talk about it in a bit, but, um, I played sheep's deck for a little bit. Ladder, um, yeah, yeah, sheep. Uh, because I happen to have those cards on multiple regions because I've built the that that deck before, <laughs> but this is a new version. Sheep can talk about that later. So I did that. I did that for fun. Um, also did the Diablo Tavern Brawl, of course, on all three servers, so I could get mm-hmm. the card back everywhere. Um, super easy with uh, Quest Hunt, Questline Hunter. It oh, was yeah. ridiculous. All your all of your spells that go face become zero mana and you just shoot it at their Double face damage. and then you reload your, your your hero power, shoot them in the face, reload hero power. Yeah, and then you just draw more cards for zero mana, cards that cost zero mana. Uh, if you have, this is the perfect week if you have like that win five tavern brawls yeah. or battlegrounds games or duels oh, or whatever yeah. that quest is or arena games. If you have that quest, you can do it on this Diablo one so easy with that deck. And even if you happen to fail, it saves your progress. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, you go back into, like, say you're the boss had 10 health left or something when you died. Because I actually I fatigued myself, myself sheep one, one of the times. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I drew like five or six cards or something, not realizing that I only had like one card left in my deck. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
but so yeah, I played I played that Tavern Ball Brawl a lot. It was it's broken with that deck. So apparently Quest Mage 2 is pretty good. Um but yeah, I am going to at some point in time this month, I need to sit down and say that Diablo 4 doesn't exist. So I can ladder mm-hmm. uh, on the wild ladder in Hearthstone. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the game is is so fun. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, I, I like it. I really sucks main, you in. Yeah, I finished the main campaign um like on regular difficulty, and then there's so much end game. There's so much map exploration and side quests each region has like 30 to 40 side quests wow that you have to do and there's and then there's these strongholds and then there's all those statues of lilith you have to find like it's there's just so much and then there's there's more quests when the game is over there's a bit of an epilogue and then there's other things i'm at the point where it's wants me to unlock um nightmare i haven't done it yet because you're supposed to be level 50 and i'm level 48 Mm. I've been doing quests that I'm supposed to be level 54 and they're way too hard if you're underpowered, at least for my character, because I'm squishy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Ne- no, no, no. Necromancer. I, I am too. And that's the squishy. I'm sheep. <laughs> that's the hard thing. Like I'll get I'll like get get through a dungeon and you finally get to the boss and the boss just like wrecks you. And it's like they dump you in this small room and you can't leave. And you've got four health potions and that's it. And it's like, I'm running out of health. I'm running out of mana. I'm running out of potions and I can't leave the room. Like, okay. <laughs> that it's, yeah, that's, that's hard. Um, I guess I die now. <laughs> I guess I'll die. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah. guess I'll get good and then come back when I'm better, I guess. But yeah. So is it very, very much a dream? Uh, yeah. Should we be dead? I was going to ask, is it like Dark Souls where like, are you, do you leave anything behind that you have to though, then go no. retrieve later or no? This time you don't. No. In previous versions, okay. you you would you drop to. stuff. Yeah, this time. And people okay. could pick your stuff up oh, and I was, steal it. That was terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. That's toxic. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's not like that this time. Mm-hmm. Like normally you just drop all, you would drop a giant chunk of your gold on the ground and someone can run, like you could drop like 200k gold and someone could just run by and take it from you oh, and there i don't know if they fixed they must have fixed it at a certain point but in diablo 2 if you were looking inside your inventory when you died you spilled everything that was in your inventory oh no around. <laughs> so it's not a bug it's feature uh that's funny <laughs> and fortunately like there's huh? the only like what do you want to call them like microtransactions or whatever <laughs> That's funny. Um, you can buy cosmetics if you want, but that's it. Like you, they don't do anything. It's just cosmetic, and I don't even know. Like, I mean, they're really cool, but I have no desire to do that. In a game like this, where your character isn't the front and center, I don't know if cosmetics have exactly the same. I have to have it appeal as like, say, uh, you know, a third person game where you're constantly staring at your character. Well, you characters. are. You're constantly staring at your character. Right. But it's a bit more of a top down type of thing. A little bit. Yeah. It's, it's isometric. It's not as something to me, at least. Your character's a lot smaller on the screen. But yeah, historically in Diablo, it are like what you're wearing has been to show it off. Yeah, it, 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 because like in Diablo two, if you could complete your sets, right? Like, um, excuse this, the, the first one you get in the game is Saigon's armor, right? You complete the entire thing and you get this like glow around you or extra bonuses or like if you had the whole set, you get this extra bonus on top and everyone could tell 
when you had the set because you had the extra ability and you had that like glow about you and it, it was definite bragging rights like for sure so um but i don't want to brag that i spent twenty dollars on the thing <laughs> yeah right? it's like uh-huh i had to spare 20 bucks cool <laughs> like that's not that's not what i want to brag about i want to brag that i beat this boss in nightmare and got this or in hell and i got yeah this drop and it's awesome like that's what i want to brag about part of the so, fun is like the drops right it's like i don't want to yeah. go to the store and buy it i want to get it for like i want to discover it in a dungeon or like get it off a boss mm-hmm. or whatever like that's that's cool now like the odds of getting a matching matching set of anything is like next to nothing but i don't know i've gotten two legendary things already you get to uh when you disenchant something you get to keep the skin of it so like if there's a a, like an armor that was super cool like it looks awesome but it was kind of trash um if you disenchant it or disassemble it or whatever they call it in the game um Mm -hmm. you get to keep this yeah Hmm. dust it you can dust it you keep the skin of it so you could wear like some rags and then have this really cool looking skin for the armor i didn't know that okay you'll see in your inventory there'll be like a little hammer on it and that shows that you don't have that skin yet so if you disenchant that thing you get to keep the skin for it so when you go to your wardrobe and select whatever oh. piece of gear you're wearing you can change the look of it to previous ones you've dusted it would whatever. sure be nice if they like told you that in the game somewhere <laughs> maybe if you put advanced tool tips on or something it oh might say it. oh i turned all those off <laughs> yeah i guess that would help wouldn't it <laughs> anyway this isn't born to be lilith so i will stop with the diablo talk for now but yeah it's it's good uh electric cheap city how was your week Hey, that's my name. Uh, my week's been pretty great. Uh, so I started it off by hitting Legend and Wild. Um, I know it feels like it was just last week that I was like, hey, on the last day of the month, I hit Legend. <laughs> it was. Uh, this time it was not the last day of the month. Uh, Agro Druid is actually like playable again. And like, I'm not going to say good, but like good. Wow. <laughs> it- got you the legend yeah there's there's a new elise portrait that that's bookworm elise and she's incredible and i I don't know if she's gonna like replace dame hazelbark as like my (laughs) go-to but like no 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 we can't do that but she's pretty awesome i mean it's elise and she's a bookworm like Mm. yeah that's pretty cool sheep i have to ask what's your opinion of dame groovy bark um Dame Groovy Bark is okay. I, I feel like she's kind of like budget Dame Hazelbark. Which is <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dame Hazelbark, but back in her younger days, where you know they think that they're really cool, but they're actually not as cool as they think they are. That's funny. That, that, mm-hmm. That's back cool. in that phase. <laughs> she's still pretty cool, but I mean, Dame Hazelbark is just such a high bar. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting all week, folks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought about that one while I was saying bar. <laughs> um, so after hitting Legend and Wild, I took a walk on the Standard side and the same day hit Legend and Standard as well. Yowza. Look at you. Yeah, buddy. Did that one with Menagerie Warrior, which was really fun. That's cool. It's always neat when you can do it with a new class because it's like 
or a warrior. new a new i know i know what's we, that i don't even know <laughs> it's I, the new class it's the it is definitely it has not been around for a long time but menagerie is something that it's like the unicorn right where we've talked about it for like a long time about the idea of like could could menagerie warrior someday be a thing uh so hearing you do that is is awfully cool so in standard in particular it's pretty much like you're you're just trying to find one amalgam band a lot especially against things like control priest which are again unfortunately a thing in standard so um the uh, abyssal bassist is a demon that's the only demon that warrior has access to so you have a 75 percent chance because it's another abyssal bassist or uh one amalgam band or the two different other amalgams the one mana and the two mana one so talking about copying it with uh voon um no no uh, copying it with the uh two mana amalgam that discovers a a got you got you okay okay yeah you can also of course copy it with voon uh you can also copy it with zola the gorgon so there are a number of ways that you can guarantee copying it but Again, Warrior only has access to four demons, so you can copy it by... You You just hard run the demon anyway. Uh, and there, uh, Warrior only has access to four totems, the actual totem that you run in your deck, and the three amalgams. So you have two different things that you can try and hit that 75% with. So you discover one amalgam band, you play one amalgam band, you do it multiple times, you copy one amalgam band with Voon, uh, at one point uh, against a uh, a control priest, I won with three one amalgam bands on board, and I think like two or three in my hand. And it wow! Was just wow! Nutty. Impressive. <laughs> you, usually, you don't like get quite that lucky, you know. But <laughs> wow! Really? Wow! <laughs> it was really fun. So uh, after I was chasing one amalgam band, I, I got there. Uh, in Legend, uh, in Wild, I've mostly been playing more aggro druid because I really love that deck. Um, whereas in Standard, I've been practicing for THL stuff. So, you know, the classes that are on my THL lineup, like Hunter and Paladin and Warrior and Demon Hunter. Th- those are the four there. So, um, yeah, it's been a blast. A pretty Hearthstone-filled week here in the city of Electric Sheep. <laughs> Mr. Daddy Kamashmoopy, how is your week been, my friend? Um, my week, uh, like, personally, like, the the big event, obviously, me being in New York. Uh, I know I'm in Orange County. I'm probably an hour, hour and a half away from the city. But all the same, the the big event this week was uh, Smokegate. It's literally uh, the, Orange the, County. It's the, <laughs> yeah, it, I, seriously. So I knew something was a little bit amiss when I got in my car on Tuesday, and the sun looked red. <laughs> like the the sky really wasn't tinged all that much. Yeah. The sun's coming through like blood red, and I'm like, okay, this is omega weird. This, this can't is... be good. <laughs> sun rises. Blood has been and spilled thought, this and, day. Uh, honest, <laughs> it's it's funny so so there's that saying okay. you know red sky at night sailors delight uh red sky at morning sailors take warning and it, and it comes from this idea that um the refraction coming from the sun at certain angles um can tell you whether or not there's storm clouds in the sky or not and if they're happening at night you're perfectly happy to have the storm hap- happen at night if they're happening in the morning you're 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 in for a whole day of storms which as a sailor can be deadly so 
I I, I was kind of looking at it, and it's just the sun is red, and I'm like, all right, so this is some weird, again, me being physics, this is some weird refraction thing, this is some trick that Smoke's doing with it. Um, and so I, I, I was kind of, I'm a little bit out of the loop, I'm not going to lie, uh, I, but I knew something was up, because I'm just like, we, we got something funky in the atmosphere right now, because this, this, this shouldn't be happening. Uh, and it really didn't sink in for some of my students until the sky was literally orange on Wednesday. Um, it smelled like a campfire on Tuesday. It smelled a little bit more like um, a little bit a little bit more strong, like burning on Wednesday. It smelled like beef jerky on Thursday. Uh, but this was pretty much this was the this was like the big like uh, like in real life event. I actually handed out masks for the first time to a population that does not like wearing masks. Um, on on wednesday when it was like really orange i'm like i know some of you guys don't take the bus i know you guys walk home those of you walking home do you want to take a mask today and uh and i had a lot of volunteers from people i would not necessarily expect so that was that was quite something um i told them to also expect it a little bit more often because hey global warming's fun uh but uh you know it that was that was pretty much like my personal week as far as as work goes. We're winding down. This is our last full week of classes. We are done with full weeks of classes. I have two days uh, of class Monday, Tuesday next week, and then it's all testing and grading. And there's no physics regents at my school, so I'm going to be the best gosh darn bubbler that you've ever seen uh, <laughs> helping out. Hearthstone wise, I'm I'm a little bit jaded on 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 the wild meta. Like early wild meta jades me more and more now. I really should just like tank immediately and not try hard. I get stuck in here. You're gonna make a jade druid joke. Go ahead, get out of your system. Just knock it out. We're all thinking it, man. You, you just made it for me. Thank you. Uh, okay, sounds good. All right, so I, am, I I just I get to this point where where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna hit legend super early. Bam! Yeah, got there. Uh, and then you're stuck with like three, four minute cues to play really good players who aren't interested in having any fun. They're 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 still on try hard decks that they played to get to legend. And I'm here, kind of wanting to try something different. And but like I'm seeing the same people over and over again. So it becomes a point where it's just like, do I really want to get rolled by you know? Katori for the third time in a row playing playing I don't know cool cool DK, DH because I'm I'm trying or DK because I'm I'm running for the achievements or something like that so I, I really should just tank early but I find myself um, you know a little bit jaded early on so I did a lot of duels this week I had two mm, 12 yeah. runs duels are the best man um, I'm getting back into it uh, six I saw six J on it. Nice. And I was just like, oh no, he's relapsed. And he's like, let me send you a DM of all the best strategies. And I'm like, oh no, I relapsed. <laughs> so I, I played a bunch of I played a bunch of duels this week. Um, but I did find, I will say, as far as wild decks go, I found I think my next like silver bullet. I really liked Control Paladin in some metas. Um I don't know with all the Tony Druid in this one if if it's really gonna be my deck for next month. But next month, I think I'm going to play Control Questline Hunter. Uh, and I've posted the list on our Discord, so if you want to go see it, check it out. It looks it's really from fun. A user, it's, it's from a user, um, Manos uh, BZH. He's an EU player. He usually is playing Jank at fairly high levels. Like, I wouldn't say he pushes, 
you know, top 200 all the time or top 100 all the time. But he is solidly hanging around, I would say, anywhere from 200, 300, 400, playing, like, stuff that looks like jank. And then you play it and you're like, oh, wow, this kind of works. And Sometimes he, it's jank druid. Yeah, and, and he <laughs> was was the person who kind of encouraged Cerulean to, um, oh, sorry, Cerulean to share the list, the control paladin list that I used last month. So I feel like it's, it's we're in a weird spot where the meta really is stale. Um, and I will wrap this up briefly. I really have to wrap this up quickly. The meta is stale. Uh, it's yeah. basically the last meta, um, but now including more secret mage, which <laughs> is like the worst, um, <laughs> the worst sales pitch you could possibly make if you've played enough Hearthstone, right? Like now, yeah. <laughs> including more secret mage. So um, <laughs> that's that's, that's where so we're, we're kind of at. But at the same time, it feels like it's kind of like a golden age for Jank because it's almost like it's been the same for so long. The control decks always take longer to kind of catch up. It's always the aggro gets refined, and then uh, combo does whatever the hell they're going to do. I don't know. But combo kind of figures it out at some point, but control kind of has to figure out the aggro and then refine and then go from there. I feel like that's happening now. So I've been playing this Hunter deck. I really enjoy it for Wild. I'll probably speak about it more on a different episode, no doubt. Um, how is your week, Goliath? Well, um... Busy, 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 largely, because uh, working for uh, the work, small work. town newspaper businesses I do, we are now, uh, you know, summer starting, which means people are doing lots of stuff, which is great for getting work hours and everything, but uh, I probably don't have uh, many weekends that are going to be weekends in the upcoming future mm. because usually there's at least one community that has like you know like a big uh church picnic or uh, or a town parade or uh you know a kickoff to summer event or uh last day of school type of stuff so it's been uh pretty busy for me i wrote uh i wrote seven newspaper stories within the last 48 hours honestly that's uh, more than two yes it <laughs> is um a uh, hearthstone wise i've not been taking things uh very seriously lady and super you're kind of making me glad that i uh, i'm kind of happy down in the lower tiers where apparently things are more interesting i guess but um i i find it funny that the two classes that i enjoy playing the most are the ones that are like opposite to me in personality warlock and uh death knight because i like to think in real life i'd be more like a paladin or something but uh i really enjoy playing like now that we have demon seed back in wild uh i really enjoy i loved it when it came out not just because it was super powerful i love the idea of being able to uh use like fatigue or whatever against your opponent um but I've basically been doing a mixture of that and the Symphony of Sins and uh, just like, you know, have, having fun on that stuff. And then I've really been enjoying uh, Blood Death Knight decks. Uh, it's uh, fun where you can use, especially useful when I get those quests where you have to play all the weapon cards and just booing a bunch of Arcanite Rippers is the best way for me to get that. But I've recently uh, slotted the... Uh, 
the new rock duel uh etc into it and oh, rock cool. duels are so much fun coincidentally the cards from the the debt list that i initially took and then modified slightly uh happened to work out pretty well for a using up all that mana when i finally be am able to play it uh and it is really fun i i just got the achievement this morning actually for killing your opponent with the uh, rock yes. duel yeah, and it's yeah. fun to see You're that. You're speaking like, Spoopy Daddy's language right now. <laughs> like, that, yeah, I was trying it with Curse Lock so hard, but you know what? I'm thinking like any control deck you slot it in. That card does not suck as much as I thought it did initially. Yeah, just uh, you just have to make sure that you have enough balanced cards that can, like, you know, all add up to 10, because that's where it's eventually going to be a lot of, you have to spend all 10 mana. Um yeah, I think it's it's really fun. Like you you overkilled your opponent by like fifty damage because they couldn't spend all of their mana. Uh, and uh, Rescon's Rumble would have loved this concept. Uh, but yeah, I've I've been enjoying a lot of that. Uh, outside of Hearthstone, I I do not have a Diablo Four, so I I can't chime in on uh, comments for that. But I've been. Uh, enjoying some other games i've been actually catching up on a few that i played some of the story of a long time ago but never got around to it so i've actually been playing far cry 4 quite a bit uh, oh, cool. i love the i love the far cry games i'm not really a, a multiplayer shooter type of person but i love like the kind of the single story driven ones uh first person shooter i'm cool in that sense um in a bit of uh sorrows the old republic which is kind of the the main mmo i've actually taken a step back from World of Warcraft as a game, obviously, I still am very invested in following the lore. Don't worry, I'm not going to skimp out on that aspect. But uh, I realized that having like three different MMOs takes up a lot of hard drive space. Uh, so I've uh, dialed back a bit and maybe I'll get back at some point uh, in the future. I imagine it but also that's... takes up a lot of time, too. Yes. <laughs> when you get that sense of I need to log in every day or I'm going to miss out on this sort of thing. Uh, which, unfortunately, Warcraft is very good at us utilizing that fear of missing out. Um, and, and, you know, there's so much stuff I've been able to, you know, do with my time uh, now that I have that freed up. But uh, like, like work and sleep. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> work, work. Yes. Uh, and occasionally you're pursuing a hobby or two that uh, isn't a game when I get around to the motivation of that. Uh, fun fact is that uh, I believe... I, I, there, maybe with very few exceptions, Hearthstone is the one game that I have logged into like every single day for, heck, I'm thinking like maybe six or seven years now. Let's see, I might might, might be six. Yeah, I, I started it coincidentally like right before I started college. So I just kind of think back to all those. Let's see, that was, no, that was 2016 when I started college. So... Okay, it's been longer than I realized. I've been playing Hearthstone for a long time. I have a pretty solid record of uh, logging in because as a free-to-play person, I didn't want to miss out on getting any of that gold, you know? Um, yep. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that's been uh, me so far. Nice. Um, Very if good. If anyone is uh, chasing that um, kill your opponent with the, the Festival of Rock uh play play etc and uh commander uthok in the same deck commander uthok is a five mana seven seven battle cry your opponent's cards cost health instead of mana next turn Ooh, so they can't spend they any mana hope they rope out hope that they just walk away from their computer and you have them on lethal you just need one just like really p 
PO'd 12-year-old to just get up, toss their keyboard, walk away, and, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm banking on. That's my hope and my prayer uh, for the next time that I'm on here. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. It's hilarious. So, um... Welcome to the news. The news is so good. Is, <laughs> is there any news? Hearthstone Not- is a game. <laughs> and games yeah. are supposed to be fun. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah we have already the, talked about the tavern brawl. Which it did really patch, but it, it like basically just all <laughs> altered like battlegrounds and duel stuff. And it mm-hmm. canceled out a very toxic duels deck. Mm-hmm. Shocking toxic deck and duels. What? Um, Hydra, did you yeah. did you have something that was? No, I was just gonna say, don't forget about the other uh, quest lines that you can do. the The quest to unlock the three free packs. Um, that's yeah, I heard it was. The, yeah, there was like. Is that was... completable now? Because yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that it was one broken. It's not yet, but there were. But yeah, on. you can still do the other ones if you like. If the other ones are available to you. You so. really need the quest to finish it. Like you can just no. finish it, right? Thank you. Yeah, you, you can finish it without the quests. That one is is still bugged, yeah. but but you can you can totally get through it. Like it sucks for casual players because you're not getting the boost from the quest. But like, right. you could, yeah, you could there's also still just like, like house ten days. Just, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 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 that's more than two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I usually do the BGs one without ever opening up BGs, so I assume that it's perfectly achievable without actually doing the quests. So. Totally. Nice. But uh, yeah, no, there's not there's not much to talk about news wise. Um, get your card back while you can. Uh, you got two weeks to do it. It's super easy to do. I mentioned earlier, uh, quest line hunter is super easy. So you can play that. Should we be daddy? Quest mage. I did quest mage. I, quest I, mage, I was the yeah. quest mage gamer. I actually lost my first round. I was this close. I was like a, a goof up. Didn't Finley my cards back into my deck. And we're like half spaced potion, mm-hmm. oh, no. you know, draw order issue. Um, and then the second time, I was just like, "Wait, you're drawing more cards for me. Wait, they're all discounted. Wait, and, <laughs> yeah, I, I, and there's no helping. turn timer." And I and I literally like went infinite turn one the very next time I logged in. <laughs> uh, so yeah. so yeah, like Quest Mage also. I know Quest Mage works. Quest Nine Hundred doesn't shock me. Um, mm-hmm. Farm it while you can. It's fun. You're tormenting it's the fun. Lord of Torment. <laughs> I also had play three games with Hunter, like also. So I'm like, well, perfect. Yes, yeah, this, do this works just fine now, doesn't it? <laughs> well, so, so the way that I built my questline Hunter, I play one minion. That's Baron, whatever the OTK one though. Uh... So I play that and Flark's Boomzuka. Um, <laughs> I've played that version. I... It's fun. Yeah, I I played I beat Diablo like five times before I finally was able to like just draw the cards that I needed to to do the scam win because I just kept <laughs> on winning with Questline Hunter instead. But the scam win is there and you can do it on the yeah. first like part and it just like counts as an overall win. So if you're looking to scam and you have Baron and Flark's Boomzuka, you can also do it that way. Cool. Love it. Well, we came here for one major reason, and that is Goliath the Dwarf giving us some lore. Hooray! All right. So, uh, for context, especially uh, for anyone who might be listening to this 
uh, later from now. Uh, we are talking about the race of the Tauren because uh, with the new mini set, uh, we have uh, some Tauren antagonists who are attacking the Festival of Legends. Uh, we have uh, one of the uh, leaders uh, named uh, Magatha Grimtotem, who is now a legendary card, and figured it'd be good to give everybody some context as to exactly you know, who these people are, why are they such a problem here, but... Uh, of course, as always, in order to answer a simple question, why are these foreign <laughs> attack music, we have to go back, well, uh, not not to the beginning of time, but uh, uh, pretty far. Uh, we are going back, let's see, uh, according to my... Well, let me... Here, while you uh, look over, that up... Let over me... 12,000 years before the events of Warcraft 1 with the orcs in the dark portal. So, back so in my day. I'm disappointed <laughs> we're not going back to the beginning of time. I feel like we're always going back to the beginning of time at some point and being like, okay, well, there is this and the void and the void's bad. And like, I, I just, I missed that part. Right. Well, hey, w one thing before we kick this off, I do, let me give my my quick disclaimer that I do every time. For those of you listening to the audio version, I really appreciate you listening to the audio version, but we do have graphics queued up for all of the things that we'll be talking about. So if you want to be able to visualize as Goliath paints this picture and tells us the story about the Torin and their various relatives and enemies and so forth, uh, tune into this um, on YouTube where you can watch the version with the graphics so you can kind of see what we're talking about as well. So we've got pictures from the art of the game, from the Hearthstone cards, from World of Warcraft and that type of deal. So it, you'll you'll get a little bit of a different experience that way. But anyways, all right, carry on. My way Okay, so uh, we are going, I mean, Swoopy, would you like us to go back to the void and everything? I mean, no, we don't have to. We don't have okay. to. Okay. Okay. Um, so here um, for a lesson. <laughs> yes. So yes. one of the so you can essentially divide all races on Warcraft into uh, three categories. One is uh, small, medium, and large. <laughs> and <tall laughs> from from Titan Creations. <laughs> so. Okay, we will briefly touch into uh, Void and Titans and all that stuff, for <laughs> sake. So, basically, when, when the, if you guys remember that uh, the, the Titans came in order to uh, free Azeroth from the old gods, and because mm -hmm. they were so big, uh, they were like, if we do the fighting, we're just going to destroy the world in the process. Uh, so they made smaller, but still massive on, uh, on a human scale, um, uh, minions, you might say, or or avatars, uh, helpers in generals to fight the battles for them. Uh, I've made the comparison before. It's like uh, you making tiny little robots to fight the ants in a sandcastle or something. Um, and a lot of those uh, and uh, the various creations that those Titan creations made uh, became various races that were eventually uh, corrupted by the Curse of Flesh, which we talked about in our yogg saron episode. Um, and so there's a huge amount of creatures on Azeroth that are descended from that. The humans, dwarves, gnomes, um, the Tolvir, uh, the Mogu, we'll get into those later, and just like a, a bunch of them. So that, that's one category. The second category are full-on, like, 
immigrant slash invaders from other worlds. You would put like the orcs and the Draenei into this category. They are literally from other planets in the cosmos. The uh, the orcs from Draenor and the Draenei. Well, they were they lived on Draenor for a while, and that's why it's called Draenor actually. Uh, but then originally from Argus, and it's like they just kind of live on Azeroth now. No native connection at all. But there is a large portion of races on Azeroth that are natural evolutions that uh, you guys remember the um, the Well of Eternity. We've talked about that a decent amount of times. Big magic arcane well in the center of the ancient world. Uh, and it kind of helped uh, speed up the evolution of a lot of species on Azeroth. And then, of course, there are also the wild gods, uh, creatures that often would birth various animalistic races in their own images, like uh, the Quillbore have uh, their uh, Boar Ancient, and uh, the Tortolan have Tortola, and a lot of things like that. Now, we don't know the precise origin of the Torm, but it's likely one of those two things, or a mixture of the two. Bran Bronzebeard actually, in the story has notes where he thinks that maybe the torrent are descended from some unknown wild god bull ancient but um we don't know that for certain what we do know is that the very first toron were a different race uh that are called the Yungle. uh they are much more uh yak looking <laughs> they're than much the more, younger uh, <laughs> 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 no they're the oldest yeah. actually uh and they uh-huh. roamed uh, the plains of central Kalimdor, because remember, back we're still at the point where it's all one massive continent here, because War of the Ancients hasn't happened, hasn't been split up yet. And uh, they actually were best buds with our old friend Cenarius. Uh, they were a whole, mm-hmm. you know, live at peace with nature type of thing. Uh, but they had a little problem that they were having to share their hunting grounds with uh, the other, uh, well, the main dominant species at the time, the trolls. Because uh, the trolls, that they are like the peak evolution of that whole natural species on Azeroth here. You know, they can just regenerate their lost limbs and have powerful magic and all that stuff. So uh, a lot of the Yungle decided that they wanted to uh, migrate south. Uh, Scenarius said, no, don't leave. But uh, they decided to just, you know, try to find new territory. And so they ended up reaching the borders of the Mogu Empire. Now, the Mogu, as we already said, that is one of those um, uh, titan races. But uh, they had kind of uh gotten pretty tyrannical over time uh after they lost the the guidance of the of their keepers uh due, largely due to uh this one named Lei Shen who we have as a shaman portrait who has this whole story that I hope to go into more detail in a, in a future if Blizzard finally gives us a Pandaria expansion please Blizzard please do this please. for us um but uh, essentially Lei Shen had this whole thing where he uh found uh titan keeper Ra, who you know we we have as a card from the moku cultist mm-hmm. and um he uh turned out that Ra was just having this depressed existential crisis where he refused <laughs> to help and thought that everything was pointless and so lei shen is like okay then i'm going to do stuff instead he rips Ra's heart out consumes it and suddenly he has the power of a titan and uh makes this whole it's uh, pretty metal yes <laughs> that is 
it's, that it's is pretty, it's pretty brutal. Too. It <laughs> makes this whole tyrannical Mogu empire that enslaves all the other races, like the Hosen, the Pandaren, the Jinyu, uh, a bunch of races that uh, we do have in Hearthstone, thanks to the Jade Lotus faction in uh, Mean Streets of Gadgetstan. But the Yungle kind of stumble into all this, and they end up getting enslaved as well. Uh, the uh, Mogu Emperor at the time was named Quang the Merciless, uh, which um, probably indicates uh, his personality there. And uh, he ordered, yep, yeah, he ordered his flesh shapers to enhance the bovine race's strength, savagery, and intelligence, according to the uh, Warcraft wiki here. So basically, they kind of went under forced evolution slash eugenics stuff in order to make them more ideal slaves. Um, eventually, there was a rebellion um, led chiefly by the Pandaren, which is actually how the uh, the whole monk class developed because they were able to disguise learning how to fight as just dancing. And so you get the wow version of martial oh. arts there. So they led a rebellion. The uncle joined in and eventually, yay, we're free of the Mogu. But they started to have a lot of uh, disagreements between them of... Uh, what they should do, because as typically happens with an oppressed race by a tyrannical empire, they lost a lot of their sense of history and culture. Uh, some of them wanted to stay down there. Others wanted to try and reconnect with Cenarius and reclaim some of the stuff that they had lost. And so uh, you have this, this splitting, this migration back up north. Some of them choose to stay down in what would eventually become Pandaria. And so the race of Yungle does exist in that fashion today. But others uh, went up north and became uh, what we would call the Tauren and the Tonka. Now, the Tonka, which uh, we now have exactly two cards depicting in Hearthstone, uh, we have uh, the... Uh, let's see, uh, what are they called again? Big Dreams uh, and the Strong Shell Scavenger. Strong Shell Scavenger, yes. Say, that's a Battlegrounds card. Right. <laughs> I know, I, I was almost surprised remembering, wait, that's actually a, a, a real card that came out back the, in Frozen Throne. What are the distinguishing features? Like, what makes, how do you know it's a it's a Tonka, not a, not a Torn? Well, they are far more bison-like in appearance, uh, less cattle, say. So the Tonka are basically the bison, the Toran are cattle slash bulls, and the uh, Yungle are far more like Himalayan yak type of builds. So you can generally tell by looking at them uh, just what, what type of ungulate they resemble the most. Um now, the Tonka live up in the frozen areas of what we now call Northrend, and very much were about adapting to the cult. You have a question, Sheep? Uh, just a, a quick bit of trivia. Tatanka in uh, the Sioux language means bison. So... Ah, there we go. That explains it. Uh, there was yeah. also a wrestler named Tatanka. <laughs> like yeah, in the late, late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> What did the buffalo say to his son when he went off to college? Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the dad joke, Nate. Oh, God. I'm sorry. So classic. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I was about to be like, why are you sorry? <laughs> so, uh, at any rate, these, uh, these Tonka here, they uh, grew to have a much more uh, brutal 
type of uh, culture than the uh, Toran would, because, as I said, it's about harsh survival. Uh, while the Toran, which would eventually develop a shamanistic culture about harmony with uh, the elements, the Tonka are far more about forcing and bending the elements to your will, insert last airbender joke. Um, mm. uh, because they're like, it is harsh out here, we do what we can to survive. Um, they don't really have much significance in the lore, they're just kind of there and are like a, an ally to the Horde when you're playing certain campaigns in Wrath of the Lich King. Um, so they haven't really become relevant, but they are kind of a neat... I, I have a personal uh, love of buffalo. They're just very majestic-looking creatures. So mm -hmm. I, I like the Tonka uh, from that perspective there. Uh, fun fact, uh, Garrosh Hellscream was actually the one to kind of uh, find and recruit them up there. This was back in his uh, younger days, before he went full uh, warlord crazy uh, war chief. Uh, so he was actually more into, he was open to having allies of other races back then. Uh, another uh, but, Buffalo fun fact, they're delicious. <laughs> I believe it. I've never had any, True. but. Uh, had by some They're decent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can't so now confirm. we have, now we have the, the Torrens uh, cousins out of the way. Let's talk about their own uh, particular uh, development here. Said so they, they're the ones who settled more back in the, the central Kalimdor area where they originated and uh, made reconnections with Cenarius and again developed that whole, uh, you know, one with nature type of mentality with strong shamanistic and druidic cultural elements. But then, as is kind of our, our, a nexus point for most stories that we tell here, the War of the Ancients happened. Yep. Pop quiz, what can you guys tell us about the War of the Ancients? Well, you see, it was a war. <laughs> it of the ancients. Split up the continent? Yes, that, that's what it ended with. Um, do you remember, okay, uh, who are the invaders? Uh, that was the burning the, legion yeah. yes very good who was the was one who invited like... them in the biggest egomaniac in azra's history <laughs> i want to say ashara but it's not ashara yeah it is ashara it is i'm there yep yeah, so uh, what happened, remember, we have the big, vast Night Elf Empire. We're talking, right. like, you know, it's the, the, the biggest one. This dwarfed the old Mogu Empire, honestly. Uh, but, of course, Ajara, being the egomaniac that she was, was not content with all of that. And another thing to remember is that the Hyborn Night Elves were extremely racist like they're like we are the best race in the world and they looked down on literally everything else this is going to come into play later here uh well i mean it played right away because one of the things that why she agreed to bring the demons there was that they would assist her in wiping out all of the lesser races so night elves could have true dominion over the world as they deserved uh, but uh the resistance came up, which we've talked a bit about before, and which has some of our old friends, Malfurion, Illidan, Tyrande, big leaders in the Night Elf Resistance era. But um, there were there were several Highborn that were also uh, kind of realized what was going on and defected from Majara's ranks, and they were you know like the big military leaders and stuff. 
Just one little problem. They still have their night elf supremacy outlook and are very, very reluctant to bring in allies of other races, even though they really need them. <laughs> Thankfully, um, a fellow by the name of Jared Shadowsong, who happens to be the brother to Maiev Shadowsong, um, uh, took over the position after a... Uh, uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, accident with the <laughs> uh, the old uh, xenophobic general, and uh, decided to invite the Torin in and uh, various other allies. And uh, who was one of the greatest leaders of the Torin and Lord the Lord the Ancients? A uh, fellow by the name of Holn High Mountain, uh, who like was a complete badass. Honestly, uh, he has this. Uh, special uh, spear called like the eagle spear that was gifted to him by a wild god he uh was uh blessed by uh wild gods with uh special uh moose antlers that's actually like why they they look different and more moose like that's a wild god gift right there he oh. was uh best buds with uh malfurion and uh, jared shadow song and just played a really crucial role in being able to turn the tide of the war of the ancients uh it's the skin that's yeah where the yeah, skin yeah, yeah. Is from. exactly it felt now, so random at the time <laughs> now uh holen is uh in the skin you are seeing him in his uh shadowlands form uh he eventually right. yeah. went to he uh did. Uh, Ardenweald, uh, which is the the naturey uh, part of the Shadowlands, uh, which we've talked about in a previous episode, and uh, that's uh, he uh, works for uh, the Wild Hunt there, helping to uh, you know keep order in uh, in all that stuff in the afterlife. But before all that happens, oh yep yep. One last question. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to hold things up too much. Is but isn't he a hunter skin, or am I mis misremembering? Yes. Yep. Because he is a hunter. Oh, because he's part of the wild hunt. Mm hmm. Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. All right. Yes, yes. Right. He's, Continue. He's not Shrimpy Daddy loves this. I can see he's like, gets to be the student. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, not every Tauren is a druid or a shaman. There are many braves slash warriors, and believe it or not, hunting is actually a strong part of their culture. It's kind of that, you know, it's the, the balance. You hunt and you preserve. Um, but uh, Holden had uh, had a bunch of stuff going on here. He actually had a uh, moose as like his uh, best bud named uh, Iriko, and it uh, was uh, for his bravery and rescue of uh, rescue of that moose that he received the uh, special moose antlers from Cenarius. Uh, so, so they always have the demigods' favor. Um, oh, I see. And then he he united several tribes together, uh, called the Rivermain, the Skyhorn, uh, and the Blood Totem, and his own tribe, the High Mountain. Uh, the Skyhorn in particular are really cool because they have this special bond with eagles and like ride giant eagles into battle, which eagles are another of my favorite animals, so I really like that stuff too. Um, and then uh, he also gains a powerful artifact uh, from the Titans known as the Hammer of Kazgarath. And he was actually able to use that to fight Deathwing himself. He actually banished Deathwing from the region and uh, made him have to retreat down into wow. the elemental realm of Earth called Deepholm. 
And the really cool part is that then Holm was able to use the hammer to purify one of Deathwing's corrupted black dragon eggs and purge the whelp inside from the uh, old god corruption that is just a part of being a black dragon for so much of Warcraft history. Uh, that guy uh, took on the form of a tauren named Ebonhorn and kind of served as a an advisor to the chiefs of the high mountain tribes for centuries as a thank you to uh holn uh, their founder for uh saving him from corruption and he's just ebonhorn is is one of my favorite characters in warcraft he's just really cool he's a dragon who's pretending to be this uh tauron storyteller i mean that those are three really cool things all wrapped up right together uh so uh all things are doing Pretty good for the Tauren. Uh, they they reserve pretty good relations with the Night Elves over the years to the extent that you know they they encounter each other. But of course, as we said, the land gets split apart um, with the shattering. There's just you know every, everything is a lot harder, uh, and uh, the Tauren end up you know just on the the half that is still named Kalimdor. That's you know just over over to the west, and. They, they work out a pretty good life overall, continuing their traditions. Uh, but eventually they end up getting a, uh, a mortal enemy uh, in the form of the centaur, who are not a natural race. Uh, the centaur, believe it or not, are the bastard children of one of Cenarius's sons and an earth elemental princess. So yeah, basically, um, a uh, <laughs> a a horse human So so you see when when a when a half horse half human demigod in nature and a living rock love each other very much. <laughs> You end up with this. Uh, see, you notice that like the centaur, the build is very similar to Cenarius uh, in that you know horse bottom human top but because of their connections with like you know having an elemental mom <coughs> they have a lot more uncontrollable more violent nature as is the mm. nature of many elementals on azeroth and um they ended up being a huge uh plague to uh the tauren uh constantly fighting for territory as i said the centaur are very aggressive and uh honestly it it forced the centaur, uh, I'm sorry, the centaur forced the tauren to be a nomadic people. They had no uh, singular settlement for a really, really long time. And until we get to Warcraft 3 and the Horde comes along, led by Thrall, uh, who is seeking a new homeland uh, for mm -hmm. the orcs. You know, he left the Eastern Kingdoms actually on advice from Medivh. Uh, who said, you know, go to this place called Kalimdor, and uh, it's going to find a new home there. And besides, I need you to help to defeat the Legion that's coming and all of that stuff. And so uh, first, uh, Thrall and the Orcs met uh, the trolls on the Echo Isles and uh, helped them win this war against uh, Murlocs, which for some reason they were having a hard time defeating. Uh, granted, the Murlocs were being led by a Naka Sea Witch, but still, it's... Kind of embarrassed. Flirtal talks. They had flirtal talks problems. Don't uh, yeah. I remember playing through that in Warcraft 3. I'll tell you what the, the problem was. I'll bet it was just that uh, the the, the Mur Murlocs were just a bunch of the uh, Flamancer 
uh, Fergal and Toxfin. That 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 was the problem. Um, but uh, after all of that, when they land on Kalimdor, they end up meeting the Tauren and uh, aid them in driving back the Centaur. And it just so happens that they have some very strong shared cultural elements, the focus on uh, bravery and honor in combat, and they just all jive really well together. And uh, so they team up, the The Tauren become uh, one of the founding races of the new horde. And because all the centaur get uh, cleared out of the lands of uh, Mulgore, as it comes to be called, uh, the, the Tauren are able to build their first permanent settlements on Thunder Bluff, uh, which is mm. uh, kind of hilarious in the sense that uh, you need these elevators to get up to it, but the Tauren are, like, really, really massive and heavy, so those must be some really strong elevators made of wood and rope somehow. <laughs> yes, Smoothie. Okay, so um, there's a card. Uh, Thunder Bluff Valorant. Is that a Torin riding the lizard thing that buffs the yes. totems? That okay. is correct. The lizard thing you refer mm. to is called a Kodo. They are the racial mounts of Torin okay. in World of Warcraft. Uh, strong uh, uh, bond that they made with the creatures. Uh, yes, yep. If it has Thunder Bluff in the name, then uh, that has a connection with the Torin right there. There you go. Okay. Now, uh, not all of the uh, Torin uh, would uh, join up with this, but uh, we'll get to that part uh, a little bit later. Um, let's see. I seem to have slightly lost my place. Nate, what's on our next I'm slide? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm distracting. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So we were... <laughs> How dare you be engaged, Schmoopy? <laughs> oh, no, I uh, So we're talking about how they join up with the Horde, and then we get into Anshi. Is that right? Anshe. Yes, yes. So we're yeah, going to talk Beyonce. a little bit about some Toron culture here, largely because there's a couple cards that need some explaining. Uh, so the Toran have a uh, particular type of uh, spirituality. They uh, Their chief deity is the Earth Mother, um, who is essentially... The Earth Mother. Yes, Earth Mother, watch over us. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh they have this uh legend that let's see i'm going to uh pull it up to uh quote verbatim here oh but you have to uh, read it in the voice the tauron worship the earth mother as their creator according to the tauron myth sorrow of the earth mother while the earth mother saw her children falling to the corrupting whispers from below the earth the work of the old gods she tore out her eyes and set them spinning endlessly across the sky her ah. left eye became musha the moon and her right eye became anshe the sun neither of both is better than the other and together they see with balanced vision they are the tauren's own version of the light so Clerics of Anshe are oh, essentially nightmares. why we <laughs> yeah. can have Tauren paladins because they don't follow the light in the same way like that uh, Drenai are obsessed with the Naru or that, uh, you know, the human civilizations have their uh, cathedrals of the lights and so on and so forth. But they uh, view uh, the light through the uh, sun and the moon and wield it as uh, priests and paladins in that particular fashion. So uh, we have our cleric and our priest of Anshe cards. That is, uh, they're essentially kind of like uh, holy light slash sun worshippers. 
Yes. Okay. Uh, um, water bearer. Does water bearer also fall into this category? Do you remember that it was a it was an old card in old um five yes, mana five it, five. It yeah, restores yeah. the health. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, what What are you asking specifically about? I'm it? sorry. I w- I was wondering if he also falls into this category, or is he just like happen to be Torin and also priest? Uh, he just happens to be uh Torin right there. Um. I think they're saying water in World of Warcraft is very strongly associated with healing. Uh, even though this is not a shaman card, I think that's just the flavor they're going for that oh, you're in the desert right. and you're thirsty and he's restore you. Yeah, he just happens <laughs> to be a Tauron for that particular thing. Still a good question. So, so what about see. the blood hoof? Yes. So we're going to now get into uh, the two major uh, clans that we're talking about. There are many, many Tauren clans here. Um, uh, many of them don't have very much uh, specific lore on them, but I, I want to just uh, list Karen a is few a, of them. Karen is on. a pretty major character, though, right? Yes. Yes, he is. So... Um, we have the Bloodhoof tribe, which we'll get into a little bit more. Uh, Karen Bloodhoof was the original leader of the of Torin, who uh, made the alliance with Thrall. And uh, we're going to touch on what happened to him in a bit. Uh, we also have the Dawn Chaser tribe, who is really devoted to that uh, whole paladin thing that I mentioned earlier. They actually had this whole thing about finding a uh, a pilgrimage down in Pandaria, which was pretty cool. Um, there's a the Iron Hoof tribe, uh, which uh, lived in a region called Desolus, uh, called the Last Forest, and I guess are pretty tough. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, the Steel Rage, the Stone Hoof, uh, Wild Mane, Winter Hoof, uh, Tribe Mother, um, Claw Hoof, Dark Mane, Eagle Talon, Hawkwind. You, you, get the, you get the general concept of how a, a tribe is named. They're very Native American inspired for this sort of thing. Uh, but the uh, two that uh, play the biggest roles are Blood Hoof and Grim Totem. Now, uh, the Grim Totem had a very independent streak and tend to be very hostile to other Tauren. Uh, their leader, uh, Magatha Grimtotem, uh, is known as the Elder Crone of the uh, Grimtotem tribe. Uh, she is a very powerful shaman, and uh, she may or may not have uh, killed some family members in order to get to her position. Um, yeah, a little uh, husband assassination there, if mm. I remember correctly, uh, though it was never proven. Uh, <laughs> she's a regular Carol Baskin. Uh, <laughs> I understood that reference. Yes. Um, but, uh, b- because of this, she, uh, hatches this plot when Garrosh, uh, gets promoted to war chief by Thrall because Thrall decides that he needs to go off and focus on shaman stuff in order to save the world from Deathwing and the Cataclysm and all that stuff. Now, um, Thrall had left Cairn Bloodhoof as an advisor to Garrosh of the idea being, you know, you know, help to... Uh, give him some advice. You listen to what he says, and but you know, give him some advice because you're old and wise, and uh, he's young and brash. And Garrosh, you really should listen to this guy. But Garrosh didn't because he's really, really prideful, and uh, he ended up challenging uh, Karen to a Makara, uh, a orcish battle of honor that uh, was to the death. 
Oh, uh, Makras are ooh. not always to the death, but this Makras. one was. I have a thing for that. I have a thing. There's a card. Uh, and I have a sound for it. It's the <laughs> one that says, I, I challenge you to Makras. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's from Mashes of Outland, if I remember correctly, though I can't remember the exact name off the top of my head. <clears throat> This becomes harder and harder every year as the as the card pool becomes bigger. I'm sure that b- back uh, when you guys I started playing, there you go. Exactly, <laughs> it was a lot easier to be able to memorize every single card. Which one was that? Was that the was that the 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 one that produces the weapon? Like the two two that produces a weapon? No, I think that's the one that keeps attacking until something dies. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, yeah, and that, that's a perfect representation of a Makara. You just keep on going uh, until the other person's not getting up. 110. The three mana 110. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And it just boop, 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 uh, and then one of them dies, and that's how it ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... No petty magics on no challenge! Oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was wondering where that was coming from. But uh, you got invaded by an old god. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh Karen has to accept this, otherwise, you know, it makes him look weak. And uh part of what happens is that uh for the challenge, uh each of them is allowed to have their weapon blessed by a shaman. Uh, fun fact is that Cairn's weapon is actually the Rune Spear, the legendary weapon for shamans from uh, Cobalt and Catacombs. Uh, it uh, has this storied history where, like the the story of each of the chieftains who has it, is etched onto the spear, uh, and so yeah, it's, it's it's just been passed down for many generations. Uh, but Garrosh ends up having Magatha Grim Totem as the shaman to bless his weapon. Unknown to him, she decides to take advantage of the situation by secretly poisoning Gorhowl, his axe, who, of course, you know, we have as a weapon and, sh- and warrior. Um, and so the moment that Garrosh manages to uh, put a scratch on Cairn, he just dies. Uh, oof. This actually <clears throat> happens in a book. Blood and s- oof. <laughs> <laughs> and so when, when people started playing the Cataclysm expansion and were told Karen is dead, if they hadn't read the book, they were very confused as to what happened, which is one of the reasons Blizzard now doesn't allow anything really important to happen in the books because people might miss it. Um, so, Karen, so his son Bane Bloodhoof uh, ends up inheriting the title of chief. Who that's why in our legendary card, when Kane dies, you get Bane. Uh, and but Magatha wants to use this opportunity to seize control over all the torrent. She wages war against Thunder Bluff. Uh, Bane actually ends up having to turn to Jaina Proudmore uh, in order to get some alliance help to fight back against the invasion. Um, they they manage to repel Magatha, but uh, 
Bane decides not to kill her. Instead, he breaks her totem so that the elements don't like her very much and exiles her. Uh, and they end up going to live in a little place called uh, Thousand Needles, which we'll touch down at the very mm-hmm. end here. When you but... say it, you have to go say Thousand Needles. <laughs> <laughs> Exiles to a Thousand Needles. Bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, bye, Magatha. <laughs> And yeah, that's that's one of the reasons then that the Grim Totem are just like mortal enemies of all of the other Toron. You occasionally get some who decide to break with that and live more in peace, but under Magatha's leadership, uh, they are extremely aggressive. Uh, and Magatha is constantly power hungry, um, always looking for another scheme to be able to get a hold of some more elemental power and. Give a, have another shot at the, well, it's not the throne of the Torn, becoming some sort of hive chiefess of uh, some sort, and being independent from the Horde. That's the thing. The, the Grim Totem don't like the idea of being a part of the Horde. They think all the Torn should be independent. Uh, so that, uh, that brings us up to, let's see. Wait, you have now. a question. Scrooge Daddy, oh, Scrooge yes. Daddy has a question. We'll ask question. Her ability, she's drawing cards, she's keeping minions, she's giving away spells. Is that in any reference to lore in any way? It could potentially be interpreted uh, that way um, with her, you know, she has a mastery over spells. But I think in this particular instance, uh, because they're focusing on like her hating music in this time, uh, that it's more of a representation of like, you know, like the songs, uh, the legendary songs right. are the spells. So I think it's more like get these songs away from me is I think okay. more of what that card flavor is going for. But it could be interpreted the other way. You'll notice that they this is like a card that they give for like a very specific title. It's not just mm-hmm. Magatha Grim Totem. So that, that, that leaves... <laughs> Uh, that leaves the door open for them to do any more slightly serious Magatha card, focusing on like her uh, element power. This is, yeah. this is Magatha with with a um, with motivation. It's yes. not Magatha uh, acting normally. It's like okay, Magatha, imagine okay, this concert has been playing and uh, it's at the Thousand Needles, and uh, you're hating it. Uh, what do you do next? It's not yeah. necessarily. <laughs> Rage. Rage in the wild. Okay. So, so the way that I kind of read it, um, hearing the the lore that Goliath was telling us was that since the um, elements no longer are th- th- aligned with Magatha, with the the um, staff and whatnot being destroyed, that's the spells being issued from the hand. That's why mm. you don't get to keep those. That is another good way to interpret it. Yeah. Now uh, she's grabbing manpower at the same time. She's trying exactly. to she's trying to get any like she's greedily trying to gather allies and 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 like sell swords behind her or whatever. whatever. Oh right. yes, definitely. Which is why you get to keep the minions, right? Yeah, or she weapons. is. The Grim Totem are not a not a force to trifle with, honestly. Or hero card also <laughs> valid. Ooh, that <laughs> that could be cool to have at some point in the future. All right, Nate, what do we have left on our list? Uh, here? We have the, like ETC and uh, and Thousand Needles. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Now uh, this leads right into our excuse mm-hmm. for talking about this today in the first place. So, Elite Tour on Chieftain is interesting because 
uh, it exists as a band in World of Warcraft. You can see uh, them playing at the Dark Moon Fair. Uh, we probably mentioned this at some point back in our Dark Moon Fair episode, but uh, they are actually based on a real-life band of Blizzard developers, uh, and they have uh, those three songs, which are uh, cards uh, from the original uh, ETC card, The Power of the Horde, Rogues Do It, and I Am Murloc. Um, <laughs> and you, you can hear them singing those at the Dark Moon Fair. Um, now, uh, there is a... Tr- the Dark Moon Fair. <laughs> But um, th- there is a Tauren who is a uh, part of that. His name is Chief Thunderskins in the game, and he's like uh, the drummer, I believe. Um, but what Hearthstone decided to do was kind of amalgamate all of the band members into one character who they call Elite Tauren Chieftain, uh, rather than that being a band name. It's the name of like a single singer, and Hearthstone is just really taken off with giving this character his own identity in that fashion. This is like the fourth uh etc card that we've had because we had the original one we had the uh one from dark moon fair with all the uh the rush minions mm-hmm. um right. then we get two in one expansion the band manager and now the legend of rock uh with the awesome power chord stuff we were talking about before yeah. so well and and the hero portrait whenever it it enters because there's an etc hero portrait Mm -hmm. um it has all the drums too yeah more to your point that it's kind of an amalgamation of all of the different band members right and the um the dark moon fair is also where blightbore is found uh who is Mm -hmm. i think when uh, the only banned from the festival of legends that actually exist in world of warcraft all the others are hearthstone exclusive but I mean, I would not mind to see like Poison Bloom become canon, uh, or now I think they they might have some trouble with like uh, having uh, Voon as a rock star since he's <laughs> canonically dead after killing him in a raid many, many, many years ago. But I personally wouldn't. The rock. <laughs> I mean, what, what's more like heavy metal? Like, what's more hard rock than coming back from the dead to perform a concert? Fair, <laughs> fair. Wait, wait, wait. Tell so, us about the Blightbore. Yeah. So th- they are uh, they are a band that plays at the Dark Moon Fair um, in a different area from Elite Tour and Chieftain. Plays kind of more like on a big stage in the middle of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blightboard plays in a slightly more obscure dark cave uh, down in the woods, and that is actually I've been uh, there. W- yes. <laughs> the, the bar is exclusively key, uh, cheap well drinks, and uh, and and there's like a five dollar cover charge. Yeah, but they don't check IDs though, so like yeah, I know I've been that place. I've been that place. <laughs> And actually, several of the Death Knight cards uh, from there, you have the Screaming Banshee, who is uh, actually uh, one of the uh, singers in Blightbore. Um, and it's basically this, this mini game where you have the Death Metal Knight, who is another card, uh, who is trying to trash the concert <clears throat> and you need to fight him off. Uh, so there's actually a lot of references to uh, parts of that uh, fight or just Blightbore in general in the, in the Death Knight class. It's kind of the only one from Festival of Legends that has that strong of roots, but um, it's 
frankly just so much fun as an expansion concept i don't even mind that there's very little lore connections now as for a thousand needles just to give a little uh background on that it is this huge flooded canyon in southern kalimdor uh what's well, flooded after the cataclysm back in the original vanilla world of warcraft it was kind of a bit more like um your typical kind of southwestern United States, strange, rocky uh, geological formation type of stuff. Uh, instead of arches or, or Devil's Tower or plateaus or whatever, it's a bunch of really sharp things, which is why it's called the Thousand Needles. Um, there actually isn't a ton of story that takes place in uh, World of Warcraft uh, in that spot um, until it gets flooded uh, in the... Cataclysm expansion, and then you get a bunch of gnomes and goblins that are contesting over it. There were centaur clans, but they eventually they got washed away by all of this. Um, and so now you have like some pirates, you have uh, some Twilight Hammer cultists, and of course you have the Grim Totem who uh, end up uh, taking up place there after they're exiled around the time of the Cataclysm. Uh, this is actually a spot during the uh, Burning Legions invasion. Uh, if you play a shaman, you actually get this quest where Magatha Grimtotem actually manages to swallow enough pride to ask someone for help. She goes to the Earthen Ring, this uh, group of shamans that you join with, and it's basically like, the Legion is attacking my home in uh, Thousand Needles, I need you to help me defend the Grimtotem. Of course, um, she has her own ulterior motives in order to get a hold of this powerful thing called the Stormstone that uh, will like, give her incredible elemental powers. And, uh, yes? Are there any other Earthen Ring cards besides that 3-3 three, three in Classic? I was just thinking that. The Farseer? Earthen yeah. Ring Farseer. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, the, the Earthen Ring is a uh, faction-neutral group of uh, shaman dedicated to the preservation of the Earth, uh, sim similar to how the Sonarian Circle is a faction-neutral group of druids. Uh, okay. Thrall is a member, uh, Ragar Earth Fury is a member, um, lot, lot, lots of uh, ones, uh, several not coming to my mind right now that are Hearthstone cards. But um, there's several members of the Earthen Ring who could very well be good shaman legendaries in the future. At time, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, and as as a shaman player in the Legion expansion of Warcraft, you join the Earthen Ring, and uh, basically. Uh, because they decide that no Magatha, you cannot be trusted with this incredibly powerful uh, elemental uh, stone. She basically uh, sticks around, and you can actually order her around on missions as a follower. Because she's like, "Well, if I can't have the stone, I'm not letting it out of my sight." Because uh, I don't, I don't, I don't trust you with it. Yeah, yeah, you're the ones who can't be trusted with this thing. So this portion uh, of the story is, uh, Batty is getting bailed out by the good guys, basically. Yeah, kind of. Um, kind of. <laughs> and that that is uh, just about uh, the the state of things. Uh, last we've heard is that um, after the uh, Fourth War, which is kind of the, the furthest that um, anything in the, the main area of Azeroth after the Battle for Azeroth expansion, um, the Tauron and uh, the Grim Totem are still uh, having a lot of uh, struggles in uh, Mogor, and uh, they're even trying to attack Thunder Bluff. 
Um, and they still attack in Thousand Needles as well. So it's still a very contested territory. The Grim Totem are still around in all this area. And of course, within the lore of this particular expansion, uh, says that the festival has been going on for a long time. And they are the neighbors who are tired of you crazy kids blaring up the party so loud at this hour <laughs> and just want to... And but they are instead of calling the cops, they are their own cops who are coming to trash the party uh, within uh, the Hearthstone specific lore of this mini set. How come they call them level ninety etc? Hmm? It's it's not just elite torn chieftain, right? It's like level ninety etc. Um, which version of etc are we talking about? The here? band, right? Uh, uh, hold on, let me. Um, I'll show you the picture. Like when you see their their like posters for their uh, recording, if it's just like the L with the lightning bolt and the ninety or whatever, like you know what I'm talking oh, about. That's probably uh, <clears throat> probably originates from the original Blizzard devs band, is my guess. Um, like saying like you know it's part of being what the elite means that you know we're we're mm. probably what max level was at the time or something i don't actually have any background on that to share i'm afraid oh this is funny well i'm reading it off the, it. yeah i'm reading it off the wiki they've changed it it started out as level uh originally 10th level, level torrent chieftain and then it was level 60 <laughs> elite torrent chieftain and then level 70 elite torrent chieftain then level 80 elite torrent chieftain probably just when they changed the like the new level caps oh what do you know probably. i was spot on <laughs> that's really funny no yeah so if you look at their like band logos and stuff like how they have the stuff on the drums you'll see um i'll it's hard to see in this picture i'll put a bigger one up but like it says l l90 etc is like the logo and you can see it in a bunch of the hearthstone cards as well um let me make it big. There we go. Like you see on the drums there, it's, it looks like oh, a, I uh, see now. Yeah. this one says yeah. 70, but, but yeah, there's, um, in the Hearthstone ones, uh, they did a, they haven't shared the, the full art, but I swear it's on a bunch of these cards, but then you can, yeah, check this out. So here's a newer, uh, a newer version here. And you can see this one says L 90, uh, level 90 ETC. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny, but I always saw that. And I was like, eye. what the heck is Lou ETC? Like it looked like, <laughs> and it's the telling it, you how awesome they're going to rock at that particular time. <laughs> and they're getting you amped because you know what? They're up to level 90 now. <laughs> it is just like, uh, oh my gosh, what is that movie? This is Spinal Tap. Yeah, it's Spinal Tap. Turn it to it 11. Up to 90. <laughs> it's just like Spinal like Tap, but like instead of turning to 11, he's like, here's 60, and here's 90. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> that's still 10. Whoa. <laughs> it's, I know they've snuck it into the background of some of the card art. I'm looking for it right now on the side while you guys are chatting because I'll, I'll find it. I swear I saw it. I'm watching you sneak, sneak it into the side. Oh, there it is. Yeah, here's one. All right, the, from uh, concert promo Drake. promo Drake. There you go. Uh, here, I'll put it up on the screen. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. I just realized it was promo, promo and not proto Drake. That's yeah. really funny. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, it took me oh, a bit no. to catch it as well, honestly. Oh no, that's good. Yeah, so's your face. Uh, look at that. It's hold on. Let me level ninety right there. Promo Drake instead of 
proto Drake. That's so funny. Do you think so he's funny. soaring or do you think he's floating in place and just I think him he's hovering. Yo, over I, here. I, I think he's, he's soaring. I, I think he's like uh like one of those like advertisements. Like, yeah, uh, circling oh, around. Oh, that'd be epic. Yeah. You know, and that would work more with a tradable, right? So yeah, like it's like, you're it's like, right. Now nah, you go, you go around another time. You get somebody else. Go around exactly. another time. <laughs> That's so funny. I think there's one. I think at the the merch booth one or whatever. There's it's in there too. They, I know they've snuck it in other places. Yeah, it it is great. Just how many details they put the, into the art for all this. It is even more impressive that when you think that theories are made by so many different artists who are just kind of given a basic concept to work with, but uh, they must have a lot of love for the uh, the game and backstory behind a lot of this to voluntarily go like, hey, yeah, I'm 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 gonna sneak this little element here. This is good. I fun. wonder. I don't know. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I wonder how much art direction they have if if they're told specifically or or not. Well, uh, I've been, uh, as you know, I like reading the uh, the art books, and so far I I still don't have the the Year of the Dragon. I recently was able to uh, get uh, Raven, so I've been looking through them again. And uh, according to the book, seems to indicate that a lot, uh, like there there's basically a like a, a pitch, you might say, to like you know here's the basic thing we want you to draw. But the artist has a lot of freedom in the way they conceptualize that. And then, of course, I'm sure, you know, there's there's feedback and everything. I'm sure that Blizzard will say, you know, we like this version. Why don't you give us some more tweaks? And, and there is so much art that get gets submitted, but but is never used. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of the, you know, like yep. things like uh, Battleground Minions, the art for that is often unused art from other things. Like Zap Slywick was originally uh, art for the Boomstay project, but just never ended up being used for a card there. Yeah, I imagine they're also given a lot of, like, reference material, too. Yes, yes, I am certain because <laughs> there's a, a legion. consistency yes yeah, exactly so i'm afraid that's uh that's all that i have for this time guys uh for for the lore of an entire race it uh takes a surprisingly short time to talk about in comparison to some of the other topics we've done and and of course Moopy daddy just escaped but we were he was gonna get uh mm, that Oh, he'll be back. We will wait. We'll wait. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask Goliath a question. Um, yes. While we wait for Spoopy Daddy's quiz, <laughs> uh, when it comes to the Warcraft books, because uh, we, my wife and I, were in a bookstore. Uh, I mean, we go to this local one all the time. It's close to our house because I'm looking for certain books for my collection. But my wife is looking in the at the Warcraft section, and they had quite a bit of of Warcraft books, but she has no idea where to start if she would have to start at the beginning if any of the books are kind of standalone uh do you need to know all the previous books to just kind of start anywhere or like is it something you got to read the first one and then so on and so forth so forth what do you think basically all of the books are supplementary uh so so i would say that it is difficult to be able to pick up one of the books and start getting into it if you don't already have some concept of the world and lore from the games. The, the, well, she I'd does say, play the game. Okay, so she does know this. Um, I'd say that uh, 
Arthas, uh, which just like tells the the full story of the Lich King, is probably a good place to start. I think canonically that might be one of the earliest. Um, but I'd say uh, m- most of the books these days uh, come out in between expansions and tell kind of standalone-ish stories that lead into the next expansion. Mm. But at this point, currently, they are, as I said, trying to avoid, like, like they'll hint at things and, like, it will make sense if you read it, but you won't have missed any major plot points if you did it. Um, I would uh, the the two that you kind of need to know for the transition between expansions are uh, the shattering, which is that one I said where uh, Garrosh ends up killing Cairn. Uh, that that's the whole thing that happens between Lich King and Cataclysm, and so many players who did not read the book were very confused. And then War Crimes, which is a book that takes place between Pandaria and the. Um, Draenor expansion, uh, which is about how Garrosh is put on trial for all of his war crimes by both the Alliance and Horde and Pandaria, and how he ends up getting uh, broken out by uh, dragons and uh, taken back in time in order to create an alternate universe of orc warriors in order to invade Azeroth. If you haven't read that book, then the the Draenor expansion is suddenly very confusing. Um, Gotcha. So I'd say that many of the books you you could pick up, you just have to make sure that you're aware of precisely when they're taking place in order to have the context, because mostly when they publish these, they're expecting, oh, well, they just finished this expansion, and so they know what's happening. There are a couple that are not set in that way. Um, there's a one called uh, Storm Rage, which is a bit more kind of a, almost a night elf politics type of thing uh, involving like the Emerald Nightmare. Um, there is a trilogy uh, called about War of the Ancients, actually. If you guys are interested in the War of the Ancients, this mm-hmm. is actually a time travel story where... Ah. Yes, yeah, so where there's like the old gods are trying to mess with the timeways in order to make it so the Legion won the War of the Ancients. Uh, and so Nazdormu sends uh, some characters back in time in order to make sure that doesn't happen. So canonically, at the same time of the War of the Ancients, you have these beings from the future who are fighting right alongside the Night Elves and Tauron and Triangons and all of that, which is kind of crazy. Um, so that that's something that uh, you might be interested in as well. But I'd say, uh, on general, just make sure that uh, you understand where in the story it's taking place mm-hmm. between what expansions and whatnot mm-hmm. and they vary in quality honestly most ones by christy golden are pretty good that's exactly what i was gonna say anything yes. by christy golden is gonna be golden. yes uh some of the others are um well let me put it this way i i got through them because i wanted to know what happened next in the lore but they were not enjoyable on their own um mm-hmm. all right so yeah it's that's varies Okay, is it, it's time for the uh, schmoopy pop quiz now. And now. <laughs> All right. Pop quiz. And now. Pop and quiz. Pop quiz. <laughs> with schmoopy daddy. With With me. Whoa. With Goliath It takes a long time to say that. <laughs> um, Very freaking pause. Okay. <laughs> now I am, I am making up these on the fly here. Uh, okay. Name the three different uh, bovine uh, races. Oh man, dude. Um, 
I can tell you what animals they're uh, like based off of. There's okay. the, the yak point. one, mm-hmm. there's the bison one, and then there's the tauren, which are a little bit more bull-like in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the, the one hunter legendary who, or sorry, the one hunter portrait who was more moose-like uh, in appearance because of his, um, uh, of what he accomplished in life. Yep, yeah, although um, he did get those antlers in life, I will clarify. They just transferred over in, de- in death. Uh, yes, mate. I, I'm going to say, what is the the Yangle, the Tonka, and the Torin? Correct. Although I, I will I will give uh, bonus points to Shmoopy for adding in the High Mountain, which do have a distinction there. But yes, uh, Nate is the one who got uh, the <laughs> who has the answers answer thing the in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> you I can't cheat. No. I've literally never cheated. I, I've literally never cheated. So I will. I would rather fail spectacularly. Then cheat. So. Same man. Same. We, we, Nate did For, specify that it was open nose, so, so yes. it's not cheating. <laughs> okay. You can, can regurgle this later. Open these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what race is the mortal enemy of the Tauron, and how did it originate? Uh, the mortal uh, enemy is the centaur, and it originated from a breeding between who. <gasps> Um, I know it was an Earth Elemental and Scenarius. A son of Scenarius. Scenarius is the granddad. Very close. Very close. Okay. Um, name, name four different Torn tribes. Uh, okay. We will go with, uh, Bloodhoof. We'll go Mm -hmm. with, um, I just gotta think of cards. Just gotta think of cards. Uh, Bloodhoof, um, Grim Totem. Mm-hmm. One of the buffs, totems. Um, Dark Hoof was that one of them that you mentioned? Did you say Thunder Bluff? Or no, He's Thunder Bluff would work. That's what I was trying to. That's one of those. <laughs> one that would work. Uh, a Thunder Bluff and, is actually uh, not a clan. That is the unlucky, capital city. Unlucky, unlucky. You guys, you guys sold me out. I lost. Jubated. Okay, uh, debated. Um. <clears throat> I, li- I listed a few different ones that united under the High Mountain tribe. Uh, if uh, you say a, a few, there. you listed off like eight. <laughs> the is is <laughs> I get concepts two. and not specific. <laughs> you just just get two words and <laughs> smash them together. So it was like <laughs> you, you take an adjective and a and a and like a a nature noun and and put them together. <laughs> Thunder hoof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, probably not. I'm trying Thunder to think Hearthstone Hearth. cards. There are, there are like, th- there has to be. Th- what did you say? Hearthstone dark? It. it wasn't Dark Totem. It was, there's like Dark Main. Dark Main. Um, dark Main. Totem. I think, so. let it's me have dark. a look here. I'm checking dark to totem. see. Darth Totem. Yep, there, there is a Dark Main, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Thrall, I am your uh, totem. I think we have at least three. Uh, uh, we need a fourth, of an, an actual fourth, not just a, like Did a. Did someone like say? A, oh, yeah, sure. Someone sure. said blood hoof. Yeah, blood hoof. That yeah. is correct. Fun fact: the blood hoof actually. Uh, well, no, wait. We already said blood hoof. You, we said blood hoof. Said. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I thought you were saying a different one that also has blood in it. Uh, Aramorn has contributed a poop totem. He's 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 done. <laughs> Clearly, that's going to be ding, one ding, of them. Ding, 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 ding. Um, I am sorry, Aramorn, that is incorrect. Oh, grim, grim totem, high mountain. We said grim totem. 
High Mountain. High Mountain. Wild we, didn't say, we didn't say High Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yep, High Mountain is one. Uh, I thought we had said that. Did we say Rune Totem? We said it in a different question, Sheep. Keep up. Uh, keep up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Blood Totem. High Mountain. Blood. Yep, Blood Totem. That's one. That's one of the ones. It wasn't poop totem. It was blood, blood totem. totem. No. And if you have a no. blood poop totem, you need to go to the doctor right away. <laughs> now, fun fact is that in the Legion expansion, the blood totem tribe actually ends up making a deal with the Legion and doing the whole drink the demon blood thing that the orcs did long ago, and they become the fell totem. So you're fighting these demonic moose antlered tauren. That high sounds mountain. awesome. I thought you were going to say something about like a blood poop totem, and I was very concerned. Concerned <laughs> <laughs> or disappointed? Let's be honest. Well, actually, they changed when they were corrupted, they became the blood poop totem. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, you guys need to be careful. I'm going to come up with an episode name based off of this. Can I ask, uh, it, can I ask a question? So oh my the, god, these the guys are red. In, in, um, in Hearthstone, the totems obviously are a, are a, a force of offense and defense. Um, in WoW, or are, 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 is it similar where it's like there are these tokens that the that the that the torrents are basically producing? Um, yeah, you yeah, get to uh, drop them if you're um, a shaman. You get to drop totems. Yeah. I was totems a totem. Are honestly shaman. something that's a bit more game mechanic than really okay. fleshed out lore. Uh, frankly, okay. so, so when you play a shaman in World of Warcraft, your abilities are based off of things that lore-wise only like the shaman equivalent of certain races can do, like Hex, which turns people into frogs. That's really only like a troll voodoo doctor thing. And okay. so like the, these totems, that's a thing kind of like that the, the orcs in Toron uh, do. Um they're basically kind of a combination of contacting like ancestor spirits uh, and a connection with the elements. But the lore, like the rules for totems, have never been like fleshed really out. Fleshed out. Okay, as far okay. as I so am like, aware, you it's can, a thing you like, do in the game. But okay, yeah, yeah. You, like you run into battle and you drop. Like you can have assigned certain totems to your keys on your keyboard, and you drop certain ones to give like area effects to your party, like gotcha. extra damage or healing or whatever, okay. right? And you just drop it, and you as long as you stay in that radius or diameter of the the totem, uh, you get the effect. So, and I'm like, uh, I'm paying I'm paying one mana for this, and it's defining my meta, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's not fully flushed out. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, I'm on board. I'm signing up. Yeah, Good. so the the way I, I understood it is it was more like the, the elements were the, the things and the totems were just ways that they were, you know, kind of like wands and, and other like in a the, sense, the way that yeah. kind of like, like superconductors for connection with the elements, maybe. Yeah. But then there's this whole ancestor spirit thing that gets thrown in. Shaman is honestly the most confusing amalgamation of abilities that exists class wise in the lore. <laughs> Which they don't they don't know. They're just kind of reaching out for anything. They're just kind of right. like, Yeah, I'll take it all. I'll take That's it all. Yeah. Whatever you get. There's different versions oh. of shaman from different races and the uh, classes in WoW and Hearth, so just kind of merge it all together. So which is why I can talk to ghosts, I can summon fire, and I can turn people into frogs, and that somehow is all connected. Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, a couple more questions for you. Okay. What what is the chief deity 
of the Tauron, and what is the connection with the sun and moon? Okay, the connection of the sun and moon was uh, somebody ripped out their eyeballs and tossed them into the sky, and they're forever traveling, which actually makes a lot of sense inertia-wise, but one turned in the sun and one turned into the moon. Um, as far as the chief deity, uh, the part that I hooked on to was there's no like actual like it's a cl- Yak Loa. It's like a classic Hearthstone voice line. From a mm. character. Your a classic Hearthstone voice line from a character. The blank mother. Come on, come on, come on. M- M- mother is part of it. The b- Yes. <laughs> now I just have the song stuck in my head. <laughs> and the shredding guitar riff when it's breaking down. Uh, um, or Broodmother, and it's definitely not the Broodmother. It's, uh, it's, it's the place where we live. <laughs> the guy <laughs> mother. What? <laughs> the Gaia mother. Oh <laughs> Biggest hint ever. M- mother Earth? Oh! Earth Mother? Earth, Earth Mother? Earth mother? Yeah. Okay. Earth okay. Mother is Earth the Mother's ripped out her tomorrow. eyeballs and was like, haha. All right, got it. All right. Yeah, uh, in in a Tauran legend, as a way of helping to uh, protect them from old god corruption, essentially. Um, okay, let's see. Mother is near. Exactly. That's the one. <laughs> okay. Now let's see. Um, you know what? I'll let uh, Nate, uh, you come up with the last question here. Mm. No pressure. Mm. Make it good. No pressure. Do your worst. Don't do your worst. That'd make a terrible show. Do your best, <laughs> but also, <laughs> like, challenge me. Face um, me. I'm already fairly challenged. It shouldn't be too bad. Who? <laughs> I got one. Yeah, you do it. Oh, go ahead. Who, I could do it. Who yeah, did the the super metal or punk action of ripping their opponent's heart out? Okay, so uh, for some That's background, I bought this skin in the bundle that that supported the last wild open because i was like you know what i really like supporting uh my format and i like supporting little tournaments and i think it was the first money i ever spent on hearthstone so so um i know him as the thunder king Mm -hmm. but he rips out oh he rips out raw's heart and consumes it Mm-hmm. And thus becomes like supercharged Uber metal, and it's just like we do the thing now. So that's that's my <laughs> that's my that's my detail mm-hmm. for that question. Yeah. Do you uh, so? Yep, Thunder King is the title. Do you remember his name? It's um, it's like l- like Low Ren or or you or, have the basic sounds right. A little uh, a couple yes. of the consonants are mixed. I up. do that. <laughs> The, the vowels are correct. The consonants are not. That's as close as I'm probably going to get. Would you like to phone a friend? <laughs> I will phone a friend. Yes, please. It's Lei Shen. That there, is you correct. there you go. There you go. All right. Well, I was not keeping score at all, but I think that you did pretty well overall, and I'll pass you anyways. <laughs> I'll pass you. You just won a million dollars courtesy of Goliath the Dwarf. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> How many dwarf bucks did I get? Oh, <gasps> we forgot. Did I buy a cozy. We forgot 
the thing. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah, we'll have we to some, we'll have to end the show. We'll have to end the show with it, I guess. Just yeah. as well, we, we we ended with a concert, so let's get into the music. Hell yeah! Yeah, this is what happens when I don't have show notes where I put stop here for song. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. If you can't hear it, then let me know. the bus. Turn up a little bit, maybe. Crank it. It's up all the way. Okay. Once upon a time, not so long ago. Uther used to fight the undead. His hammer would smite and he'd heal with the light to bless. To bless. And when gives healing all day. They flash and restore as the light he implores now rest. Now rest. They say you gotta hold on to what health you've got. A single point's a difference if you make it or not. You've got my blessing and everlasting love. Now give it a shot. Whoa, your health's half there. Whoa, healing with the prayer. Lay on hands, you'll make it, I swear. Whoa, healing with the prayer. Luther's got his blessings in stock of wisdom and kings and authority brings so much. And who in has power in words? Fortitude is your shield, and with glory, now you'll be okay. Now pray. You've got to hold on to what health you've got. A single point's a difference if you make it or not. You've got my blessing and everlasting love. Now give it a shot. Whoa, you're halfway there. Whoa, blessing and a prayer. Holy light will buff you, I swear. Whoa, blessing and a prayer. Blessing and a prayer. Oh, holy Nova, ready or not, now finish the fight and you'll come out on top. Whoa, your health's half there. Whoa, healing with the prayer, greater potions will get you out there. Whoa, healing with the prayer. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa. 
passing and a prayer, divine shields protect you, I swear, whoa, blessing and a prayer, whoa, you're almost there, whoa, praying desperate prayer, lay on hands, you'll make it, I swear, whoa, winning with a prayer, Is it just me or did you also nail at the end where the key changes like goes like up a step and you actually like did that too? Oh, so yeah. good. So good. I was fortunate enough that the karaoke track I used for this was in my base range to start with so I could afford to go higher. I can do that on some songs because I'm a bass. So yeah, I, I was actually the fun fact is that I first learned about the existence of that song from the flavor text of Desperate Prayer back from uh, Forge and the Barons. And then I heard it randomly on uh, the radio. I'm like, hey, hey, that sounds familiar. And so I decided <laughs> to just bring it. I actually get what? a lot of ideas to do parodies from the jokes that they so put in the flavor. That, that's how I did the YMCA one. Remember the, the evil promoter? It says like, Cobalt, there's a place you can handle Cobalt <laughs> when you're short of the candle. And I just decide to turn that into a whole thing so that it's really fun i don't know if i'll be able to do that with big dreams though because they have uh they have a journey reference there just a small town tonka li living in a lonely wonka I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure what i could take if i could have done something from that that would have been very appropriate for this show but uh i just didn't know how to move on from wonka you know <laughs> That's amazing that you learned that from like some flavor text. <laughs> like that is crazy. That song came out the year I was born. Lonely Tonka living on a Wonka. Wiser <laughs> words were never spoken. And you heard that <laughs> on Bore to Me. Wild. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to. It was perfect timing, but it yeah. was perfect timing. Fun it's a good fact. way to end it. Good way to end it.